and thy mother. So, one-tenth of our lives are supposed to be used because the commandment is our totality of our lives. And so, if one-tenth, God required that you must use one-tenth. So, it means that God is concerned about honoring because many people don't know how to honor people. Is it not true? So, it is important for us to know the importance of honoring fathers. Amen. Who is a father? A father is the one through whom you came into existence. Kakaba, what you say? So, Papa, why now, Mammy, what you man? Eh? And count you, Yazi. Do you know that it took me a lot of effort to release something from himself for your mother to catch? That is why you are here. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. The Bible says that Judah had children. And he, he married. And the wife died, the, the son died. So he made the son and other children sleep with their, their wife. Hmm? I think Exodus chapter 38. Then, one guy, when it was his turn, he said that if I give the seed to the woman, and he had a child, the child will be my brother's son. It will not be my son. So that when he's having sex and the thing is coming, he took it out and shoot it outside. Because of that, God punished him for that. So if when your father was doing it, he has removed it and thrown it away, you would have been thrown on the sheets, on the bed. <laughs> you would be, <laughs> you would have been washed away. Can you imagine a nice guy like you, you were washed away on the, on the spare sheet. But your father had the patience to stay there and allow the thing to go inside. So when you have come and you look exactly his picture, you have to honor him. You understand? Because without him, you wouldn't be in existence. So the same thing in the realm of the spirits. The father who gave birth to all of us, that we are now in a church called Lighthouse Chapel. Because there was nothing called Lighthouse Chapel. There was nothing called Lighthouse Chapel. So, he is our father. And the Bible said that a son honoreth his father. Honor thy father. So today is a special service called Honor Thy Prophet Service. Amen. Amen. And now I, I believe that everybody has been given an envelope. Is it not true? Because it's, there is only opportune time for you to do it. It's not every time that we ask for these things. It's a special. So from from, from last week, this week, and then next Sunday is the last Sunday for all of us to gather together, whatever we have organized. And then after service, I am going and carrying all your envelopes myself. And I'm going to him and say, Daddy, your children from Sampa Valley says, this is your honor. So if you look at it, you see that in this scripture, it said, a son honor the father. Okay? And he said, if I be a father, where is my Anna? So that, 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 what that, that means that a father expects a son to give him an Anna at a certain point in time. Do you understand? So the question is that, if Bishop said, where is my Anna on my birthday? Reverend Jesha. And then you go through the list. 
what, what, what is, what is Jesha? Jesha, what is he? And then you go through the list and your name is not there. You have dishonored your own father. Where is it? Where? Where is my Anna? Where is my, if I am your father? Where is it? Where is it? It should be that when he's looking for, your name will appear in the, in the list of the thing that he's looking for. Amen. Do you know that when sometimes, some you are in your, a day of your, you need people to, you expect people to honor you, there are some people you look for their, their gifts. Yeah. Yeah. There's a particular people you mark them, say, oh, this would be a name of your cross. I wait, 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 wait. Surprisingly, as I've been a pastor for many times, it is those you expect who will not bring you a gift. <laughs> On your day that you are expecting a gift, <laughs> it's a big shock. There are the people who will not even remember you. In the day when a father expects his children to bring honor, some of the people that you don't even expect them to come and honor you, they are the people who come and honor you. As I've been a pastor for many years, birthdays, preachings, your friends, the conventions. Hey, I've been here to preach. The last convention I preached before Christmas, three nights, powerful preaching. Nobody honored me, including all my church diocese. My pastors, I saw them trying to, oh, Charlie, Charlie, Reverend, Reverend. I told them that, look, stop. If you want to honor me, you don't need anybody to tell you to honor me. Because I don't want concerted effort. It's a personal issue. So I told the pastor that I don't want any organization of offering for me. If anybody feels that I have done something, I'm worthy of honor. Let the person come and honor me. Nobody came to honor me. My all my pastors. Okay. So there was a certain small girl at a <laughs> Chantan. Small girl. And then the guy in Bible school. What's the name? No. Your, your, your boy, Francis. Yeah. Two people. Three days of powerful convention here. Preaching and praying and anointing my members and my branch pastors, all those things. The guy was here. He came to honor me. When he went to me, he was expecting a part. Somebody had bought me a part. He used a little to activate a blessing for himself. Because see, people like to do things to show off. It means they didn't come from their hearts. That is what the Bible says. If I am, if you know that I am your father. That where is my honor? So I want you to know that the bishop will be expecting from if you if you think he's your father, you must know that this is my father and this is my father's birthday. And so it's my duty and obligation to honor my father. Hallelujah. Are you are you going to honor your father? Are you going to honor your father? Because today you are sitting in a church called Lighthouse. It didn't just jump on the air and fall on the ground. Somebody gave birth to that church. That is why we must see it and do it. Amen. If I am your father, where is my Anna? So this morning, 
I want to share some few things with you in the book he has written called The Anointed and His Anointing. And the title of the page um, is uh, The Anna and the Anointing. The Anna. Anna and the Anointing. Number one. Where the anointing is not honored, it does not work. When you don't honor a person who is worthy of honor, a kind of blessing that's supposed to come to you will not come to you. Where the, your prophet is not honored, he cannot be a blessing to you in a certain way. Because see, one of the things God tell, told Abraham is that I will bless you. It's my duty as you are serving me to bless you. But for others to receive your blessings, they must bless you in addition to my blessing. Then they can be blessed. Do you understand? The Abraham was already, God said, I will bless you. And he said, all those who will bless you will be blessed. And all those who curse you will be cursed. So if you have already blessed you, you don't need anybody to bless, but for your blessing to flow to other people, my principle is that they must learn to bless you and honor you. Then the blessing on you will come upon them. So what we are asking and saying is that, like Bishop, at this time, he's in, he's, he's, he doesn't need any of us our offerings. But that the blessing on him will come upon his children. That is why it is our duty to ensure that we honor him. Hallelujah. Are you there? So when the anointing is not activated, it's not honored, it does not work. In Mark chapter 6, Bible said that Jesus Christ went to his hometown and then the people look at him the powerful Matthew chapter, Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6 verse 1 to 5. And he went into his hometown. And uh, the disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to preach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. Powerful prophets saying, from whence has this man this great teachings and wisdom and from where this with that great and mighty works are done by him. Great and mighty works. A man who went about doing great and mighty works. Now, if you have been to any of Lighthouse settlements, like the Bible school, and you see buildings upon buildings, you wonder, where does this man get all this wisdom? To do this mighty works. He's as human as you are. But yet, there is something on him. Recently, Archbishop Duncan Williams organized all his bishops all over the world. And they came to Anakazu to have a conference. And as one of bishops, Bishop was not even the one who was doing it. His son, Bishop Mustafa was the one who was teaching all of them. They were surprised. They were amazed. That in Ghana, somebody can build such a structure. <laughs> Mighty works. I 
done by his hands. Hallelujah. Amen. Last week, he went to Zimbabwe. When he got to the airport, you should, should see the video of how Mozambique, how Mozambicans who are Portuguese, they welcomed and received the bishop. People line up on the streets welcoming him. If tomorrow he's coming and say, let's all meet bishop at the airport and welcome, would you go? Even though you are his son, and tell me, would you go? Hallelujah. So, from when that this mother gave what I had done by his son, is he not the carpenter? The son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and Judah, and are not his sisters here with us, and they were offended at him. But Jesus said, listen to what Jesus said. Look at them. Be a great prophet like me. I've come to my hometown. Look at the way they are describing me. Carpenter. They call me carpenter. Is he not a carpenter? Is he not a son of Mary? You know, in Israel, when somebody calls you a son of a woman, it means that they despise you. Because in Israel, we refer to you by your father. He's a son of Isaac, son of Jacob, son of Abraham. So when somebody says you are a son of a woman, yes, that's what it means. It's like somebody tell her, you are your 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 father of many many you are you are you are a son or a daughter of many fathers. There are many ladies. I know if a lady who was in a church. In this church. Because, I mean, many people just slept with her. So, when the child came, he didn't know who one was the responsible person. That is why in, 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 in certain traditions, there is a maternal inheritance. Because they said they, don't, they are not too sure. Only the woman knows the one who impregnated her. <laughs> We have been in this country where footballers, international footballers, three children, none of them was their child. Hey, women, you are wild, though, I tell you. <laughs> so that is, so when someone says, he's not a son of Mary, what they are saying is that you, we don't know your father. Despise. A whole prophet, too. Son of God, his hometown. Because in your hometown, a place where you are known, people don't respect you in a certain way. So the Bible said that because of that, eh, the Bible said, verse 4, four he said that, but Jesus answered and said that a prophet is not without honor, except but in his own country, among his own kidney, and in his own house. This is the problem. That when the person comes from you, you can't acknowledge it. And you can't appreciate it. Many of us in Lighthouse Chapel, we are the people who don't respect the bishop most. When he goes outside Lighthouse, eh, the way they treat our father, I tell you, I tell you, is even other bishops in the country, other bishops, 
Recently, I think last year you went to uh, uh, Power, 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 what is it? The one at the circle. Are you can't, are you, oh, oh, wait a bit, circle, what do you do? Royal House. Royal House. Apostle General. When Bishop went there for a program, the way they treated him, you don't know, I have no idea. But it's when he comes to light us, his own family, his own children, his own church. We don't honor him. That is why we are teaching ourselves. We are learning the importance of honoring a prophet that God has given you to. Because in, our, in his own house and his own kin, among his own family, there is no respect and honor for him. That is why many of us, if we are not teaching you on this Sunday about honor, you will never cross your mind. Oh, can I, Reverend, can, I, can you give this offering to Bishop for me? When was the last time you thought about that? You don't haven't thought about that because you can't see the importance of a prophet that God has given to you. It's like a, a father or a husband. It is the day your husband dies, then you begin to appreciate the value and the contribution he's making in your life. Sometimes I'm appreciating your husband and blessing him and that. But when she comes home, he comes home. The wives are the people who don't respect their husband. It's in the Bible, not me that I'm saying. Mikael, David was dancing happily. His wife was looking at us and look at you, disgraceful husband. So what about that? Look at the way you were dancing in public. You see, and then it burned David. He said, ah, didn't you see that I was dancing before the ark of God? But that's not what wives see. They see that you are dancing with young girls who are competing with her for your small penis that he has been eating. That's why they are competing with her. Instead of seeing that you are doing something spiritual, they reduce you to carnality. And they classify you among you are you are you are you are you are a stupid boy, foolish. Why should you? As I said, is that how a king dance? Someone told, some David told them, didn't you see that there was an ark of God? Ark of God. So I was dancing before the ark of God because it is not that I like dancing, but there was a presence of God. And God lifted me from a village and made me a king. And in his presence, I'm dancing. You couldn't see the presence of God. You only saw young girls. That's all you saw. You saw only young girls. So how can the king dance with maidens? That's what you saw. You saw maidens. You didn't see ark. Many another people, people can't see the anointing on their lives. So they see them as normal because they think we are the same. That is why we don't honor men of God in our midst. We don't honor them because, because they know we know them I mean, we were with them in the house when they are pooping, when they are weary, when they were sleeping, and their mouth are dripping with water. I mean, oh, can you be anointed? Are you here or going home? Yeah. So let's learn to be close and yet to see ourselves apart from the person. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, as for prophet, he has honor, but unfortunately, when he comes among his own people, they despise him. 
and verse 5. The Bible says that because of that, he could do no mighty works. Somebody who could raise the dead. Somebody who can command feed, to feed 5,000 and get surplus. Outside, when he goes there, the way people acknowledge and appreciate him. In his own house, he has come and he's going to do miracle. And they were despising him. And the Bible said that he could do there, do no mighty works. Could it be that lighthouse, we are not experiencing a certain kind of mighty works among us because the prophet God has given to us, we can't even see to honor. Rather, when he comes, he says, oh, Bishop, ah, okay, thank you. That's it. Our oh, man. I hear he has traveled. Hey, this man, he travels. Oh. Every day he's traveling. That's what we see. He's enjoying him. So instead of honoring, we have turned, some of us, the books we don't read, we have despised the wisdom he has written for us. We despise it. We read other books, other men's books, other men of God's books, but our own books, his own father's book. A woman's breast is meant for her own child. Not somebody's breasts. Can you see a baby who's drinking somebody's breast and the mother's breast is dripping and not drinking? So, as children of Bishop Da, the time has come for us to honor the great man of God that God has given unto us. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that is why we are teaching ourselves to honor so that the blessings of the Father will be upon us. How many are going to honor your father? Number two, it is honoring your, the prophets is an obligation and a legal requirement. It's an old obligation. It's an obligation and a legal requirement. Galatians 6, 6 and 7. Let him that is taught in the word communicate with him that teaches. In all good things, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whosoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Hallelujah. Now in 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 17, write it down. 1 Timothy chapter 5 verse 17. Bible says, 1 Timothy 5, 17. Let the elders that rule well be what? Counted of double honor. The elders, the pastors, the bishops, the men of God God has given to us. Okay? We should count them as double honor. Not even ordinary honor. He should give them a double portion of every honor. Okay? And he said, especially those who labor in what? The word and in the doctrine. We should count them for a double honor. So, you, when you see a man of God, especially a certain a man like your father, Bishop Dag, you should have a certain kind of double respect. Let me tell you, you may respect many men of God in Ghana, but I can tell you that Bishop Dark has no equal in the presence of God about the anointing he's carrying in the country. 
No man of God in the country. No man of God. I'm not bragging. There is no one man of God who match him in terms of the carry, the weight of anointing that he's carrying. You have no idea. I say you have no idea. But you see, you will never know because he's your father. That's all you can see. But they who are even outside, they know that this man is not our class. It's not our class. One day, he went to have a program at Kodesh. So as he was ministering, I think there was a data, he saw that say, all these buildings, who is in charge? And there was a young lady, Bishop, uh, your, your Bishop uh, William's wife, Evelyn. So, come. They came like that. They pointed to the, this lady, a lady, a lady, you are not a lady, come. They said, this lady, she's in charge of all Kodesh. This young lady, small girl, how is he able to manage and control this huge edifice? Everything is going on well with that bishop involvement. Bishop Saki is not there. Bishop Eddie is not there. This young lady is able to manage all these great things. He looked at his Bishop Dad, or my ministry, because as they try to catch up with him, they realize that the man is far ahead of them. That is, is to another. Because anytime they see that, okay, Bishop Dad has done this, so we are trying to do. By the time they get there, he has done 10 times more. Anytime he's doing, they say, oh, he's doing crusade. We're also going to do crusade. Then they realize that the man is 10 times ahead of them. He's starting schools, schools, bubbles. They can't. Understand. He said, the man is a phenomenal. That is your father. I said, that is your father. That is your father. You have no idea. I tell you. She said, Papa, no, I'm a minister. You know, I hear thing. Because it's like, as we are getting closer, we realize that the man is 10 times ahead of all of us. A true point, I said, look, this man, let's allow him to do what he can do because we cannot match him. But you may be excited about uh, his ministry and say, oh, Anaba is a very powerful man. He is. But I'm explaining to you that your own father, which you may not know, he's ten times more ahead. And that is your father. That is why you must give him a double, a double, a double, a double, a double honor. Hallelujah. And he deserve a double honor. Please take your seat. Are you here of go home? Many of you have not been to Mampon before. I think one of these days we have to organize and go to Mampon. We shall have our our Sergey. Let's we are going to organize one of these uh, Mount Sinai service on Mampon. Hundred percent prayer gardens. How many will go? Hundred percent. We will leave here at twelve midnight, and then we get there, and then we pray. Six o'clock, and then we come home. Is that a powerful thing? How many will be part of it? And you should see there, you go there and see a garden, a beautiful garden on the top of a hill. And you see, it's called 100% answer. Empire 100% answer for that. Hallelujah. Beautiful and powerful. Amen. So, it is said that honoring is what? 
an obligation and a legal requirement. It is our duty to honor because he that is taught in the word must communicate to him that teaches. The elders who are laboring in the word and the doctrine, they deserve double honor. I asked myself, when was the last time you wrote a letter to your friend? A letter. And just that, the brother tells her, oh, check letter. Oh, check letter. Check. Oh, check. Even worse, I can't remember to know again. Secondary school, one of the first many students is composition. 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 How to compose a story about an issue. It's not easy to compose. Report. Writing. Why you have to make a report? It's not an easy thing. But somebody to sit down, labor in the word, and come out and write a book, 111 pages. One, and it's about hundreds of books he has written. He's laboring in the word and in doctrine. The Bible says he deserves what? A double honor. And we are going to give him what? Our double honor because we are acknowledging the greatness, the gift of God for our life. Say amen for that. Say amen for that. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. Your honoring the prophets must be done according to the rank at which you receive him. Honoring the prophets must be according to the rank that you receive him. According to the rank. According to the rank. According to the rank. That means that you look at the person and which position he holds before you think of which honor he deserves. Do you understand? Now, look at it. If Michael's birthday, you can bless him 100 Ghana CD. And my birthday, you bless me 100 Ghana CD. It means that you have despised me because we are not the same rank. Do you understand? Or you don't understand? Because we are not the same rank. It means that you can't see the difference between me and him. You can't see the difference between you, your father, and your brother. Do you understand? So when you are honoring somebody, you have to consider his status, his position. Okay? In Malachi, chapter 1, verse, I think, 8. Okay? The Bible says something. He said, offer it. Eh? If you offer blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? If you offer lame, lame. Upon chen in Abba, watch ya, and other brain, and kupo, or hell, upon chen in Abba, watch ya. Okay? Upon chen in Abba, sick, sick. Sick. Then neighbor, what So what is that? I said, oh, I'm coming to offer this to God. He said, offer it now unto thy governor. 
in case Nana Kufuado comes here, he said, Nana, I appreciate you. have won a lesson. Please, appoint your name. I'm going to check you how far. Even this of this area, assemblyman, assemblyman, Francis, I need to already assemblyman. Sir Francis, but said, we have to honor him. You won't carry a ponchia and a How many would do that? So, Bible said that offer it now to your governor. Will he be pleased with thee or will he accept thy person? So, when you are honoring somebody, you have to look at the person's stature and his input into your life. His rank, his position, and give him what is worthy of that position. Hallelujah. So, when you appreciate the kind of person you are coming to honor, Mrs. You are saying that your granddad was about to bring you a prophetic curse on your life. And the Lord revealed to you that, no, you don't need that prophet. But you have a prophet in your house. Listen to you. And then in the day of Anna, now the 50 cities, Abisha envelope, he said, this is my Anna for Bishop. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what we are saying? You have to look at the person's rank. Because even if, if you even if you think that me, when I receive it, I will not be happy with you. How much more do you expect that? And that is why Bible said that in, in, in Genesis chapter 4, verse 4, Bible says that, and the Lord had respect on Isaac, Abel, of his offering. Genesis chapter 4, verse 4. Abel and Abel, he, was, he also brought a fistful of his flock and all the fat. And the Lord had respect of Abel and his offerings. His offerings had a respect. You see, that if you give somebody an offering, sometimes when a person looks at the offering, he begins to appreciate you in his house, in his heart. Because of the kind of offering you give to the person. A person can see that, ah, mommy, or respecting me. One day, somebody just got a job. And she was paid. A small salary. I was here, the person gives a reverend. This is my fair salary. Take anything you want out of it. I said, hey. Take anything you want to give. Somebody's fair salary. Which is not even 1,000 cities. Less than that. Less than that. And the person said, Reverend, take it. Take anything you want to take out of it. I said, what an honor. I have never ceased in praying for that person because of that thing the person did. I have never ceased. Every day I'm praying, I remember the person. You can see Anna. The person only came to Anna. Not that he knew that you don't need his, his, his or her money. But it's a sign of his respect and acknowledgement that you and through you, he got this job. So your, your, your kind of attitude towards even giving or showing a certain kind of respect to an, a, a, a prophet, it causes the person to activate a blessing. You know, when Isaac was going to bless his two children, he said, Esau, he said give me the meat that when I eat, I'll be happy. 
and then I can pour my blessings upon you. The kind of offering you give, the kind of thing you give to, and, and, and your determine the kind of blessings that you receive. Because when the person is fully satisfied and he becomes appreciative of what you have done for him, Abel, how much can he give to God? But Bible said that his offerings became acceptable to God. And God had respect of him. May your offerings and your giftings receive a respect from your father. So that as he is there, because you know what I'm going to do? On Sunday, I'm going to collect everybody right on your own name on the envelope. I'm going to collect everybody. And I just pass everything together. And I say, Bishop, these are your people. And I'm sure as you take one envelope, Joanna, take another envelope, Joseph, and they open and say, wow, this person can bless me with that. Father, may your name be in the mouth of your father. As he lift your name, your name, your name, when you look at your offering, when you look at your gift, may he lift up his hand and declare a blessing upon you. That is why you see a lot of difference between two people. The next verse, the next verse, verse 5. Bible says verse 5, but unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. So it's not just giving, but think about it carefully. That your gift can open a blessing for you or it can even attack you. One day I was in the church. Somebody had traveled around abroad and he came home and he came to give a thanksgiving offering to take an this. As I was announcing in the church, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I have rejected it. He said, the toy he bought for his child is more than 50 Ghana cities. The Holy Spirit spoke, spoke to me. It's a toy, toy, toy crowd. All about top brand It's worth more than 50 Ghana cities. Now, me, I go for my born home, but not too quiet. I did not quite ban. Or by the time I say, all the 50 Ghana cities. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. From that day, I realized that, Charlie, when you were giving off your own, don't just take anything on. Because God will have respect for you based upon what you are giving. I pray that your father will appreciate from today. That's why we give a long time from last week, this week, and the last week. We have the last one week. Think about it prayerfully and see whether what you are honoring your prophet will be acceptable to God. And if it's acceptable to God, you can be sure that his blessings will come upon you. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord help you. May the Lord enable you to know that Many times when you walk in blessings, it is not because of you. Deuteronomy, let me give you the last scripture. Now. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. This is a must know scripture. Bible says, And thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he who give you power to have wealth. And why did God do that? He says, so that he can establish the covenant which he swore unto your fathers. Your fathers. Your fathers. The kind of a spiritual father you have, it determines how successful you'll be in life. Because when you are doing your business, your business is doing well, it's not because of your effort. Too. The reason is that the God himself has made covenant with your fathers that I will bless you and I'll bless the seed of your children. And because of that, you are walking in your father's covenant blessings. And so everything that is coming to your life is because your father sought the face of God 
to get a blessing. And through that blessing, you are walking in that blessing. Remember the story of uh, Zacchaeus. When Zacchaeus came, that I'm forgetting everybody who I've said, Jesus said that today salvation has come to this house. That means that from that time until then, there was no presence and the salvation of God over there. One day, when he began to seek for Christ and he found him, he says that from today, salvation. It takes one day for blessing to come into your house. And the blessing comes because a father sought the face of God. And the Lord said, Lord, because you have respected me, you have honored me, you have wanted to serve me, I will bless you and your household. And so when you find yourself in the household and your things are working, you must remember the Lord your God. That it is a covenant he had with your fathers. If your fathers were smokers and drunkards, blessing wouldn't have come to your house. But your fathers were people who were laboring in the word, laboring in prayer, laboring in fasting, laboring as they were laboring and crying unto the Lord. The Lord said, I have heard your prayer. From today, I will bless you and I will bless your seed. And so as your seeds are prospering, they should also know that the blessings came because of you. That is why the Bible says, honor your father. Because you have no idea the struggle your father went through before the blessings came. As you walk in the blessing, remember that your father, Jacob, had to fight with angels to receive a blessing. By night, now the children, when they came, they were eating and drinking. One day, young Cho said that they were having a service in at home. Morning, my, my, what do you call it? Family service. And one of his children said, Ah, but daddy, what is this kind of behavior? Every day, prayer, fasting, prayer, prayer. He told him that stop this stupid and foolishness there. He said, you don't know. As a young boy, I had tuberculosis. I had sicknesses. I could have been dead long time ago. But God healed me. And God anointed me. And he has made me the pastor of the largest church in the world. You have no idea how this blessing that you sit down here eating chicken, driving car, watching television. You have no idea where it came from. I struggled to bring the blessings for you to eat and to drink. And when we are thanking God, you stand there and say that, and what is this God? This is God, this God, this God. You are a stupid boy. You close your mouth and respect the God. You have no idea how I brought these blessings into the house. That today you are eating and drinking. That's sometimes the way we, we behave. We don't know that it took somebody's effort to bring a blessing into the house. Now, many children, they only like to see television, cars. They only came to meet. But they have no idea how the father struggled to bring the blessing. You can be a member of Lighthouse and think that, oh, Lighthouse, oh, Lighthouse, Lighthouse. It has taken a father's effort, midnight prayer, midnight intercession for the Lord to bless him and the blessing descends upon his children. So when your business is doing well, when your marriage is working, when your job is going ahead, you shall remember the Lord your God and honor your father. That is why it's our duty today to begin to acknowledge the fathers who sought for the blessings for us to walk in here. If that the father's effort, you wouldn't have experienced this blessing. I pray that the Lord will open your ears and your eyes to see. And when you say honor your father, it's not that we want your little money from you, but to fulfill scriptures. And as we do, may the blessings of your father abound towards you, that you also walk in the supernatural blessings of your father. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Stand to your feet and just thank the Lord. Lift up your hands and thank the Lord. Everybody lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord. That God should touch your heart to honor 
Anna, 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 a father that God has given to us, a prophet. Anna, if I am your father, where is my honor? As your father is going through the list of people who have honored him, may he find yours inside him. Pray that Lord, give me the grace. Give me the grace. 